Hi, I'm Jill Sanwright Callender, the author of the Happy Little Garbage Truck Educational System. And we've been talking about the interoceptive network or the interoceptive sensory skill. And it has a lot of networks within it. But today I was hoping to kind of round out and then we'll start talking about activities for the interoceptive sensory skills. So I'm very, very excited to say that as we've been learning all about how our bodies and our brains work and knowing that the brain's main goal is to take care of our bodies and its safety, which is what we learned was allostasis, um, it was really important to see that all of these pieces work well the default mode, which is the resting state, the salience network, which alerts us to take uh, action in a split second. Uh, but the one network that we hadn't discussed yet was the central executive network. And this is the network that rounds out our whole three, the big three. It's a network that supports our cognitive or our thinking, cognitive regulation, emotion, behavior, and thought. But it was sort of curious to me how we get from one state to the other. And that's from, you know, just thinking or planning our day to, um, you know, just going into the resting state, feeling, you know, comfortable and cozy in our workspace to taking action when we hear the phone ring or our child cries out. Well, how do we switch back and forth from all of these different states? The one key piece that I did find out as well is called the insula. And it's believed to be the region that integrates all the information that we're gaining. Now the insula has been described in one of the research papers as the switch between the central executive network, the default mode network, and the salience network, which we're going to just call the interoceptive network. Now the insular and the interoceptive network are all involved in more than just feelings. Now this is where we get into the, the meat of the matter, but they, it, together they work with attention, thinking, making choices, having intentions, sensory awareness, body movements, our image of self, expectations, as well as sensing the internal and external environments. Basically, the brain activates all of these because it's engaged in our state of awareness. And it goes back to our brain always has our body in mind. And so we have to be in a state of awareness to function properly. Now, this was great for me to learn because it's like the network permits us to engage these insula and the uh, interoceptive network, it engages, it allows us to engage in social interactions, as well as it's the same network that allows the athlete or the musician to enhance their performance by listening to their bodies. And that was like really wild for me to figure that this is all what is happening in the interoceptive network. So with the multiple articles that I've read, um, it stated that because of the neuroplasticity of our brain, interoception sensory skills can be improved. And that is the major point that I wanted to get to today. 
we can improve, let's see, just think about it. Our healthier eating habits can be achieved. We can improve our social relationships. We can better improve how we deal with stress and stress management. And it's, you know, all of these different skills that we'd love to teach our children. So, well, one research paper described the process is sort of like towards improving all of these areas and the neuroplasticity. They, uh, they sort of compared it to like uh, how better vision can be achieved by wearing glasses. Uh, the, the researcher said interoception can be improved with mindfulness and other body awareness activities. So we can actually train the brain to be to have higher interoceptive skills in, in this particular area. So tomorrow we're going to be looking, begin looking at some of the activities that we can teach our children to enhance their mind, body, and emotion equation and improve their interoception. So until tomorrow, I will see you then. Bye-bye.